Thanks for listening to the Paid Forward Podcast. This podcast is a live Twitter space recording where Kickflips and Flip and Hustle pay forward the lessons they've learned over years of building several businesses online, trying dozens of side hustles, and meeting tons of successful and effective leaders in a variety of different industries. Our goal is to pay forward the knowledge we've accumulated so that you can learn, start, grow, and master whatever side hustle or business it is which you feel is your calling right now. Oh, and if you're free on Thursdays at noon Eastern, be sure to slide into our live Twitter spaces and join us and other business owners as we discuss these ideas live. Who knows? We might also be able to talk to you live, answer your questions, and help you on your journey towards financial freedom. After all, we're here to pay it forward. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Let's get started. We'll see what we can do. Sure thing. Yeah, so for those uh, just joining or those who don't know, probably do know, but uh, Josh Smart Money runs, in my opinion, the best uh, engagement community out there on Twitter. Um, I've seen you on the come up, man. I've seen you at least for a good solid year grinding, man. And, um, you know, out of the woodworks came a lot of copycats. Um, but I think, you know, you're still you're still top of the hill, in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, we're super excited to have you here, you know, like, like uh, Kix was saying, dropping some gems and just kind of talking about like your journey and, you know, entrepreneurship and, and you know, even like this idea to start this thing. Cause like you were way ahead of the curve on this. Yeah. Everything really started because uh, I realized the best way for me to grow was to have essentially like a, a group of people that will support each other. So I started having like mini engagement groups, let's call it in, in DMS. And that actually started like, obviously I was pushing them. They were pushing me, but it was keeping me accountable. So then I, as I started growing, I started, I started literally recruiting people for the, of different size accounts in different DM groups. And it re- I reached a point where I have like five different DM groups running of 10 people each. And it was like 50 people. And I used to like upgrade them from like, let's say if you're under 300 to like a thousand, the ones from a thousand to like 2000 or 2000, 3000. And, and they keep going up the ladder. And I used to tell them, well, when you reach this, you, you're going to get pumped up. Uh, and then at some point it was like, Twitter started like destroying people on DMs or like anything that related to engagement. It was kind of like a no-no on DMs. So we migrated to Discord and that's when like the community was kind of born already with like, I don't know, 50, 60 people when it, when it started. <clears throat> yeah. And then, um, were you, you were like probably one of the first to, to be using Discord for that, right? Like Discord's everywhere now, but I really only think it's really exploded for, at least for our side of the community, the past like year. Or so. Yeah. Like I, before Discord, I tried to do it on, on Telegram. And, and then mm-hmm. one of my friends that I was, is in a completely different niche, showed me Discord. And he, funny enough, he was using Discord kind of like Slack for himself and his team. Um, and I was like, this is so organized. Like, this is way better. So I started creating a format that I thought is, it is what I wanted to do at the time. And it has been migrating from there. But like, yeah, Discord allows us to like have different sections for different things, create different groups for different uh, engagement purposes. And that's how everything was born. So once Telegram became complicated, we migrated to Discord. And that's when like the, the I guess, I guess like mine was like the first organized growth community out there that i know of at least yeah still is man still is thank you (laughs) yeah and what would you i mean feel free to give away as much or as little free information as you want but what would your advice be to anyone because you you know had some 
just incredible growth uh, on Twitter. And then you've helped so many people, myself included, do the same. Um, what would your tips be for if somebody just got on Twitter or maybe they're just trying to grow their account? Um, what would some of the step-by-step -step advice you have to be your best gems for, hey, I'm new on Twitter, I want to grow? What what would advice would you give someone like that? To be honest, the first thing comes to, it's like a business, really. Like There's two ways of seeing social media. There's people that go on social media because they want to consume some sort of like social interaction with someone or something. And then the other, the other side of the coin is those who are using it to monetize and make money. Um, so social media, if you, especially on Twitter, it's a fantastic way to meet high-quality business owners or, or hustlers, let's call it, because everything, I guess, on Twitter starts like a side hustle and it becomes a real business at some point. Um, just be consistent and, and have a focus. Like, uh, the problem with Twitter is like, if you're not consistent, the algorithm doesn't really help you. So you do have to show up every single day and do the same thing over and over again. And it becomes a habit. And those people that don't, don't get to the habit part actually fall down the cracks before it became a habit. They don't really do that well. So consistency is number one. The second one I will say is definitely community. You want to be part of, of a group of people that actually encourage you to do the same things you're doing on a daily basis and push you to do best. And the third thing will be content. Um, at the end of the day, like people are not going to follow someone that is just not offering them something in return for their time. So that could be your expertise. It could be your motivation. It could be whatever it is that you're pushing on your account. Like you guys are doing like flipping or cryptocurrencies, whatever it is. Um, just make sure it's, it's consistent. So whoever is following you know exactly what they're going to get from you. And they should be able to get that directly from your actual uh, profile. So when they go into your profile, you only have around two seconds or five seconds for someone to decide if they're going to follow you or not. Make sure that it says exactly what you do, very concisely, very to the point. Because that is literally the, the window you have for someone to make a decision. It's seconds. Sure thing. And I guess just to like hone in on that, what would an example of, um, you know, let's, let's take cryptocurrency because I know that's something that Flip and Hustle has recently gotten a little bit more deep into in terms of branding. What, what would an example be of something that you see a tweet about crypto and you're thinking, hey, I need to follow for more? Or what, what would you say the life cycle is as somebody who's kind of one of the authorities on Twitter and Twitter growth be of you seeing somebody's tweet on your timeline, presumably somebody retweeted it and you look at it and you're thinking, hey, this is a good tweet. Now, what am I going to do? Maybe click on their profile, look at their timeline. What, what would the life cycle of gaining a follower look like in your opinion? To be honest, like uh, for, for someone to start noticing a tweet, it needs some sort of like um, action, right? So retweets and likes. Otherwise, people really don't really pay attention to them too much. Uh, so the first thing would be, yeah, getting some action on a tweet. That's where growth communities in general can help or having a group of people that actually can support each other. Whatever it is that you want to structure around to get some engagement, you should do it. And then the other one, which I think is more important, is, is a threat. Um, a tweet on its own is very weak. Even it has a lot of engagement for, flyer, for a follower acquisition. But when it comes to a thread, is when you're actually showing some sort of knowledge. So that is actually what I call a follower magnet. Have a well-tailored uh, thread that shows what you're good at. That is what people are going to follow you for. So if the thread kind of goes hand-in-hand -hand with, the, with the profile and the information of the profile, then the followers start to show it. Trump. Yeah, absolutely, man. And I think that's a lot of a lot of good details that people just kind of forget. Um, you know, people like the the harder you chase followers, the less it works. Like, just write good content, be concise, 
and be consistent, right? People like we're just inundated with information all day, but they're following you for a reason, right? Or they're going to follow you for a reason. So um, got to be definitely have to niche down. You don't want to just be, you know, it's okay to have memes every once in a while, but it's definitely stay the course. And, you know, your followers are expecting certain caliber and certain information from you. So um, I think that is something people forget is they just chase the followers, right? And if you just write good content, you know, that will come naturally. But the boost that myself and, and kicks has gotten from your community alone has been super eye-opening, man. Like it's like, it's honestly, when people ask me how, how I grow, it's the first thing I always say is engagement community. You want the best one? We got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, when people need to understand, really, it's like different different accounts get different results, and that is always tied down to how much effort that account actually it's putting in. Because you can have the exact same community with two different accounts; one is getting thousands of followers, one is not. And it comes down really to like, what are you doing? How are you treating this Twitter account as a real business, or is just a is a hobby? So. Like any business, if yeah, I have a business, I'm gonna start a business. Are you putting enough time and effort to actually make it profitable or not? In Twitter, I guess like a lot of people are, are think of money as as followers, but the the important takeaway on the follower side is like we're so obsessed with follower growth uh, at the beginning of of the trajectory that we forget that the most important part is is really adding value and becoming an expert on, on your area of whatever it is that you're talking about. So I wouldn't be so concerned about followers. I'll be more concerned about like quality followers. And that's something that it took me months to understand. I, I started growing like like a monster when I started. I think I got like 10,000 followers in like two months or something or three months. Um, and it was, for me, it was just about the follower. And then after I passed 50,000 followers, I was like, what am I doing? Like, what, what's, how is this really going to become something different? And then you start tar- kind of like tailoring your message to the type of follower that you actually want to have. So follower, follower growth can slow down, but follower quality can go up. And I think that's more important than just follower count. For sure. Now, what's one mistake is you've seen a lot of people, you know, coming to your group, trying to grow. When it comes to like choosing a niche, do you feel like you're seeing some common either failures or success patterns where, you know, I see a lot of these accounts and I don't want to pick on this one in general, it's just the one I see a lot is they choose their niches like affiliate marketing. And you kind of see a regurgitation of a lot of the same tweets, like affiliate marketing is a superpower. It can change your life, whatever. Six um, months, brother. Yeah. Six months. six months can change your life. Um, and I mean, on one hand, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's true. It had, six months changed my life. Um, but when you see it every day, it's kind of like, what are you offering that other accounts aren't? Um, and that was just to pick on the whole choosing affiliate marketing as a niche thing. But are there other ones that you see um, either as it comes to choosing a niche or just not having differentiated enough content, are there some common patterns that you're seeing there that set apart the accounts that grow quickly from the ones that kind of fizzle out? To be honest, it's all threads. Like uh, what I've noticed lately, like en- engagement overall has has slowed down a little bit. Like there was a, there was this huge growth wave uh, during the the COVID pandemic and and people staying at home, so that people had a lot of more time to stay at home and and go on Twitter and do other things. Once things started to open up, things have slowed down significantly. And the, the accounts that are actually growing are the ones that are putting quality content over and over again. And they're using groups to push that content to a level that actually starts getting momentum. So in terms of the niche, I, I don't. it really doesn't matter what niche, as long as, as, long as you're, you're honest to yourself. And this is something that I can I cannot honestly tell you from my experience and my, my winnings and my failures. 
my account started as a really business-oriented account, and that wasn't really growing. And then I realized, okay, what's going to work? And then I moved into more the motivational kind of part, and that was actually working. And then I discovered affiliate marketing myself, and I started doing some. So I, I got excited, like everybody in this tweet. Like once once you discover that affiliate marketing is a real thing and you can make real money, everybody goes through this rush of energy that they we, we all want to do affiliate marketing. We all want to make money on Twitter, and that's fantastic. So accounts start being created and start talking about the same thing, but there's no real value in a lot of these accounts beyond those motivational. Let's make some money with a tweet. So you, if you're going to talk about whatever it is, affiliate marketing, flipping, cryptocurrency, you, you got to be consistent, not just on the message, but on, on the educational part of that information. So, and the only way you can do it is through these two threads. Yeah. And I also think the other thing is that people, they fail to realize that like, you can't just like affiliate marketing should be a secondary function of what you're doing. Right. You can just like going out there, like honestly, Rio is the only one I know that like is able just to sell affiliate marketing like that. Like that's all he talks about. But like typically you should be, you know, showing improving, right? Showing the success success that you're having, showing things that you found that are working along the way. And and, and that is how you drive further sales. It's, it's you can't just keep talking about like buy this, buy this, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Like every once in a while it's good. And and it's, it's obvious when someone's good at it and when they're just literally just all that's all they're about. Right. And I think that's another, like, you know, that's a big mistake I, I consistently see. Yeah. And especially on Twitter. And, and, and now that I've been hanging out on, on TikTok a little bit more, I, I see it is even more predominant. The, the reality is everybody that's saying they're making money on affiliate marketing or the ones that are doing the best on affiliate marketing are doing very little of it. The, the reality is they're actually content creators that have affiliates. And that's where the, the, the big distinction is. And I think that's where like, the fallacy of affiliate marketing starts to happen across social media. You see these, these massive guys saying that we're making all this money. And, and that's one of the parts where I, I kind of detach myself a little bit from the affiliate marketing part over the last four or five months. is because, first of all, I'm very, I'm very reserved. So I, don't, I haven't showed to this day one single payout of any of my accounts because I believe that that is, that is not other people's problems. And I don't want to use my results to essentially promote someone else to do something. That that should be kind of like your own personal goal. But when it comes to affiliate marketing, the ones that are doing the best is not because they're promoting other people's things usually. It's because they have products of their own and they have people pr- promoting their own products. And that is where I think that the biggest fallacy of TikTok and, and, and Twitter really is. The ones that are making the most amount of money, we have a product that is making that money. We're not really pushing other people's products as much, or the income that comes from a product usually coming from your own particular product. And I think that's that's the biggest takeaway of affiliate marketing. Like, don't think that you by you selling other people's low ticket, mid ticket, or high ticket products is going to be enough. There's there has to be a point in time where you're creating your own product, and you can use affiliates and where you learn about the basics of affiliate marketing for them to promote your product. That's where the money really is. And I also think if you're just genuine, you just like genuinely want to help people, right? Like, you know, I'll always say, like, I always say, like, DM me if you want to help. And I, I, my goal is always to help people. If they want to know how I've done something or, you know, what's worked, what hasn't, that's always my primary goal. My, my goal is never to sell because that will happen naturally if they're actually interested. I'm not, I'm not pushy like that. Absolutely. Um, and, 
you know, and that's really the only way to do it. And, and that's why it's so easy for, you know, people to come into smart engagement because they say, well, how did you grow? I said, I joined this community, you know, everything explodes. Uh, Kickflips has been out here for like six months, man. He's about to break 5,000 already. Like, that's insane, right? Like, I know a lot of people have done it quicker and whatnot. But he was at 200, or was it almost like three months ago, Kick? Like, it was not long ago that you were, you were at a couple hundred. When I, so the reason I'm on Twitter is because Chris Flippin' Hustle DM'd me. I'd been, I've had my own group and a part of PFP. And he was like, dude, like, why aren't you on Twitter? You need to be. That was the end of August. And I had less than 80 followers. Uh, and you sauced me the link to uh, the Smart Money group, as well as hopped in uh, Affiliate Grandmasters a few months after. And yeah, I'd been on Twitter, I think like since January, but barely been tweeting. And I think I tweet this like once a month or so that it took me 10 months to get my first 100 followers. And then it took me four months to get the other, whatever, 4,400. Um, but yeah, a lot of it is just because the connections you make and obviously, you know, being in a group like that can be a big part of that. Um, so like, those are kind of the few things that I tell everybody is make sure you actually know what you're about. Don't flop all over the place in terms of choosing a niche get plugged into the right group and then use that DM button, make those connections. You know, we you know, got in with Josh, you know, cause we DM'd you saying, Hey, do you want to hop on? We're a big fan. You know, we'd been connected from your group before, but I feel like those are kind of the most important things or get connected to a community, actually have good content and then start actually reaching out to people. Don't expect everyone to come to you, especially if you're a small account. Yeah. And, and what I have learned is like, once you pass the 10, $20,000, uh, $20,000, sorry, the 10, the 10, 20,000 follower mark, opportunities start to show up on your DMs that you didn't even expect. Um, you can actually DM people now and they will reply. But when you, can, when you start DMing people after you have 10 or 20,000 followers, they usually respond. And then when you pass 30,000 followers, now people are DMing you with opportunities. So that's kind of like what I tell people like what to look forward to. It's like, what, why, why are followers important? It's just kind of like, to give you a little bit of authority. But after that, the opportunity is beyond the follower. It's what happens on the DMs. It's what happens outside of the actual like social media platform. Um, I remember, yet when was it? Last week, the, this new platform, which you, you're all going to see. Like right now, I've been using, if you see my link on my profile, it says it's a, I remember, what's the name of the, the actual platform I'm using right now? It's called Beacons. So Beacons is kind of like a, like a fancy link tree. And then they came this other company and, and actually sent me a DM say, hey, Josh, you, you have a big following. Uh, will you be interested in checking out our version of Beacons, which is called Snippet? Um, and I was like, yeah, sure. And it's, it absolutely blew me out of the water. And I'm, I'm, I'm working with them and I'm actually creating my own uh, version of that for my, for my link tree, let's call it. So opportunities will start to show up if you're consistent. But, but you need to put the work. And was how long? Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. How how long? Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. That, that's pretty much it. Because like, what my man, just to finish that point, a lot of people that come in my DMs because they say, "Hey, Josh, can you help me and grow and your community?" Blah blah. One of the first questions says, "Like, what kind of results am I gonna am I expecting by becoming part of your community?" And I told him, and I say this all the time, the results have nothing to do with the community. The results have to are a hundred percent linked to the amount of effort and quality of content you're gonna put in. The community can push a tweet. I can help you get engagement. You can actually get some connections with people there. But if you're not putting the work, it's like I can give you a $10,000 course on how to make money and you actually never did anything except watching the course, right? Yeah. 
How, how long has been uh, Smart Money been running for now? I started the account around 18 months ago. Uh, the, the engagement community, I think, just passed a year, actually. Wow, man. Congrats. Yeah. I think I think I remember you talking about it on another uh, when we were in other spaces, and um, on how it just kind of like like you said. Yeah, I think you had talked about it already how it naturally just happened, and you recognize an opportunity. And, and and honestly, man, like there's probably like I want to say like twenty different groups now. Um, so like how how do you like how do you continue to like innovate and maintain, you know, the level of like uh, you know uh, expertise and and um, you know, how, how do you stay on top of the hill like you are right now? Well, when I start seeing things that like slow down, it's kind of like a, a time to pivot. Uh, and that has happened two or three times over the last year. And then you always become like, okay, what, what do I do to improve it? But that's just because it's, it's my business background. When you start seeing growth, monetary growth in a business kind of plateauing, it's time to like do something new. So I already have that kind of like embedded in my system. Like my, my background is in sales and, and accelerate, accelerated growth of, it, of small and medium-sized enterprises. So I see Twitter as, as a small little enterprise that I, it started out of nowhere because I was kind of stuck at home like everybody else during COVID. And then it has become this, this small business kind of to handle. And if you can actually create a small business out of your social media, you're way ahead of the, the curve from everybody else. Yeah, and I think the other thing is like, is like it's not about the number of followers you have. It's about it's about the buy-in, right? You, I've seen people with a hundred followers, you know, or a thousand followers make more than counts with ten thousand because they know what they're doing, right? And I think you know, Kicks Kicks is an amazing example of that. Um, pound for pound, he blows a, a lot of these other accounts out of the water. Um, but again, that's you know, staying true to your niche, uh, being consistent, writing quality content, and and, and providing value. <laughs> you know, and I hate to say that because it's the same thing as like six months can change your life. But at the end of the day, that really is just the blueprint, right? It is. It is. It's, it's not people. People make it up more than it than it actually is. Absolutely. And 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 to tell you the truth, uh, thanks to Twitter, I, I started meeting a lot of people in the in the agency space. And these guys don't have big accounts, but they're making hundreds of thousands of dollars on a monthly basis. And, and that's kind of like my, my obsession with like, what else is out there beyond just affiliate marketing and Twitter, et cetera. And, I, and I've been exploring a lot of different things. Um, your followers don't really matter in terms of quantity. It's about quality. Um, and what do you do with, with a little bit of a authority you have because of that, let's call it like superficial number. The, the important thing is, and, and this is something I um, I was kind of like moving away from even when I started. Is like I, I was 12 months in my account was 100% uh, anonymous. And I was growing this account anonymously. And I'm realizing that is a mistake. In this day and age, if you actually are a brand, you should, ha- you should have your personal brand and you should show your face. Because as social media grows, video is becoming more predominant. And the best way to sell and get value out there is video. And people will buy from those they obviously they, they trust. And video actually will work better than, uh, than a tweet. But at the same time, a face behind an account will do a lot better than a random uh, logo or, or picture. So uh, We forget that. We definitely forget that, that there's people behind each one of these accounts, right? With stories. Yeah, and I made that mistake myself. Like, like smart money was, was the, the picture of a, of a face at the beginning. And then one day I, when I started going on TikTok, I'm like, 
how how can I charge bigger ticket if people don't really know who Josh is? Like Josh could be anybody, right? Like that's where money could have been a ten year old, could have been a twenty year old, could have been a hundred year old. Like you don't even know who anybody else anymore because with copy paste you can actually like create some cool tweets. Uh, but when it comes to like real knowledge, that's where threads come in, and then the face behind the account has more pool. So I recommend for people that actually want to grow any type of social media business to stop being anonymous and actually start showing some face because it will actually open more doors than an anonymous account. Yeah, actually was just on a uh, podcast with um, uh, Dwayne, the wealth connector and <coughs> Malcolm on there. He said, it's nice to finally see you and me who you are. I've been following you for a long time. It's just, it's a nice reminder, right? That, 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 um, yeah, like I said, there is real people with real stories behind behind there. So, um, love love the insight, man. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna end early at twelve forty five today. So, if anyone has questions between now and then, please uh, you know raise your hand. When I will definitely get you up here. Um, there is also a, um, Josh was kind enough to offer a discount for anyone listening here. Just DM me or kickflips, and and uh, you can get into get into the the uh, smart money community engagement community. And he also has a growth guide, which uh, I personally use still use. And uh, so is kickflips. Um, but yeah, with that being said, man, is there, is there anything like that you think that you've dropped a lot of good knowledge already? Is there anything that you want to like one thing you want to leave with our, with our listeners about, you know, growing or is there like one most important thing? Yeah. I would say like the, the main focus of, of what you're doing right now on Twitter should not be the, the follower count should be like the quality of, of the account and the kind of like the authority you're creating behind the message you're actually putting out for people to read. That actually has more value than the number of followers because I can, I can literally mention hundreds of accounts that have thousands of followers, but they're not making money. If you actually want to monetize social media, focus on the message, focus on actually crafting who you are in terms of the value you're putting out for others. That is going to actually bring more money than thousands of followers. Yeah. Um, is there is there anything else that you're working on right now that you want to kind of drop a hint on that you got coming in down the pipeline? Uh, I'm working on an on a email marketing uh, guide slash course because I think that that is actually the, the beginning of actually making money from any type of like online interaction. So that's I'm working on that right now. So that'll be my next product. Uh, and in terms of like other bigger projects, I'm working with Andrew Storm at the moment. Uh, he's also another good friend of mine, and he's in the has been in the sales industry just like me for for decades. And we're working on a on a high ticket product, which would be sales training for coaches and, tra- and and trainers in general, so they can close more deals over the phone. And those people that are actually offering any type of service online, they can close better and get more money on their deals online. Amazing, man. When um, when are you thinking that's dropping? We're working on the on the course right now. We create all the social media accounts yeah. uh, right now. Uh, so I'm hoping in one or two months that that'll be that course will be out, which be uh it will be targeted for business owners. Uh, in terms of the email mm-hmm. marketing one, I think 30 days I should be able to finish. Awesome, man. Definitely, you know, let us know about that. We'll definitely um, get that out for there. Sure. Uh, uh, is there any one thing that like your program that smart money did the community that you like for, you know, your clients, you know, 
that you didn't really expect it to do. That was kind of like a happy accident, I guess you could call it. Happy accident? I don't... Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like when you started it, you had the idea of growth engagement, but like, you know, you're talking about all these business opportunities that have come up, right? So that's pretty cool because that, that wasn't like part of the beginning. But is there anything, is there any one thing that you think that kind of has created this awesome new thing that wasn't expected at the beginning? Yeah. So essentially, like when, when I started growing really fast at the beginning of my journey, I created the, the guide. And the guide was kind of like the, what open up all these different opportunities. But there's a point when, when you do something because you want to make a little bit of money and then you realize that the, the good is doing is, is beyond the money you're making because that ended up being kind of like a stepping stone for a lot of other accounts to start making a lot of money. Um, so that, that kind of created the, the mission and vision of what I called the, the smart money project, which I, I've said it in, a, I don't know if you know, uh, Todd, like um, the, the fitness person here on Twitter. <laughs> I was on his, on his podcast not long ago and... I said, you know what, like the, this mission statement of smart money is I want to create 1 million millionaires through online income, which I think is going to be the most important thing in the next 10 years to come is how do you make money from home? Things are changing. COVID has changed essentially the landscape of how to make money. And if you're not learning how to make money online, you're going to be fall behind. So I want to create kind of like a, a system or give people the tools for them to start making money online. Amazing, man. Um, yeah, I always, when I joined, I was always impressed with like, your, you know, your, I thought your shout out list was pretty good. I know a lot of people are doing that again these days, but um, I thought that was really valuable to, to have that structure set up and, and to have that, you know, consistently showing up in other people's timelines. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's all about like giving, giving reach to people that otherwise wouldn't have it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, off the top of your head, one of like the biggest, uh, accounts that has gone through uh, smart money well funny enough uh well there's a lot <laughs> but like i'm just gonna mention like for example i, I i'm creating a new iteration of the smart and great uh growth community which is going to be a little bit more um select let's call it so i, I had a, a test group of 10 people over the last 30 days um that have well i can tell you because they they're okay with that let me go into my Telegram. That one is on Telegram because it was a test group. And for example, I have here Chris, which is a fantastic account. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of like uh, Curtis Honey. So, so Curtis Honey has been part of that test 10 people group that I just did. And he, I think he grew around 5,000 followers last month. Uh, you obviously have um, Kenny, which is in the, in the finance industry. Uh, he's done really, really well. Um, and I think that the biggest growth of anybody, let me find what his account is because I know him by name and I don't know if he wants me to say his name on, on the public chat, is, let me check here, what is, Legacy Builder. So Legacy Builder has grown, I think, like around 20,000 followers over the last month. And all these guys are inside of that particular group that I just created. But it's a, it's a more focused 10 people group, kind of like a month program uh, that is very intense and it's all about mentorship. So I... 20,000 in a month. Yes. So, and, I, and I'm going to be very honest with people in this. Like, that has, it's not directly produced by, by being part of my group uh, because he's in, in a lot of different groups and he's putting the effort and he's doing a lot of different things. Uh, but having a, a private mentorship that can actually guide you even through paid channels, because when you start seeing that kind of growth 
uh, is, is not all organic, okay? Um, so at, if you're willing to invest in yourself to grow on social media, there's paid ways to accelerate that. And some of these guys are doing that. Some of them did it before my mentorship, some of them did it after my mentorship. Um, it's, that's a, a viable solution. But again, like anything, when you accelerate it, there's a cost to it. Um, so that's, that's the one thing to consider. Yeah, I mean, that was actually our last podcast talking to Oliver Flips. He's like, never underestimate the value of leadership and coaching. It might sound expensive, but you're essentially expediting a whole bunch of months or years even and just gaining that knowledge, right? So if you're in the financial position, um, I think you obviously do your own research and make sure they're legit, but um, that is a huge, huge uh, point that I think is really, really great to make. Yeah, and 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 that, for example, my account could have been a lot bigger than it is right now if I actually would have spent money trying to grow it uh, through pay channels, and I haven't. And the only reason why I haven't, even though I could be literally like 100, 200,000 followers by now, is because I, I, I want to prove to people that organic works if you put in the work. So to this day, I have, I don't know, 60-something thousand followers. Uh, I have not paid a penny to grow. Amazing, man. That's, that's why we have you on here, man. It's amazing to do that in less than two years. Yeah. It kicks. I think you had uh, something you wanted to ask. Yeah, I was wondering, and this is kind of half a selfish question, but I'm just curious. Do you feel like the way an account grows changes over time? Or I guess a better way to phrase that is, do you think that the strategies you use to get from zero to 100 or to 1,000 or even to 10,000 are different than the ones that you use to go from 1,000 to 10,000 or 10,000 to 50,000 or however that might be? They do change. Um, that, that's why actually, that, that's one of the things I did in the group and you guys are, are test, essentially you can attest for this. From zero to 2,000 is a very different mindset than from, from 2,000 to 10,000. And then when you reach 10,000, I usually tell people like, you don't need a group anymore because you, you should have enough knowledge by now to actually start building your own thing. Um, but yeah, the, the mindset of a, a zero to 2,000 follower account is, it should be all about grinding. Once you're into 2,000, it should be all about networking and creating deeper connections and, and, a, and a better quality group, not just inside of my group, but outside as well. Um, so yeah, it, you do need to change not only the strategy, but also like the content, depending on how much, how fast you want to grow. What's harder, zero to 1,000, 1,000 to five or five to 10? The first 1,000 followers or 2,000 followers is the hardest, I think. Yeah, and that's why you get an engagement group, just you can help expedite Correct. that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, amazing, man. Like, honestly, I can't thank you enough for, for joining. We got five minutes left. I know you got to run. But, um, yeah, uh, again, I want to iterate. Like, if anyone's interested, definitely hit up me or Kicks. Um, can't talk enough good things about this group. I, I was in a bunch of different groups, and it's hands down my favorite one. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Any any other questions? I'll wrap it up. Any questions from anyone in the group? Feel free, feel free to throw your hand up. Well, yeah, it looks like it looks like not. <laughs> that's all good, man. I mean, like that's good. That means we answered everyone's questions. Um, yeah, man. Well, with that, like, uh, we, we'll let you run, man. Uh, again, we can't thank you enough for having us on. Um, you know, we're on every week, but uh, this should be out, I think, in what next week, two weeks, kick. 
Probably by next week, I think this episode should be out. Yep, this should be airing next Friday. Where does he go? Awesome. And that'll be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and then we also on Anchor, which is like a web platform. So cool. most of the places where you listen to podcasts, you can find them there. Absolutely. I'll, uh, I'll make sure to send it out too. Hey, appreciate it. If anybody has any questions or you guys want to talk on DM, my DM is actually always open. Uh, just give me a little bit of time because I do get a lot of DMs. But I, I actually answer to most people that answer. That is not As long as it's not something crazy, I do answer to people in my DMs. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for joining. Thanks, everyone, for listening in. Uh, yeah, I'll catch you all next week. Same time, 12 o'clock Thursdays. Have a great day, guys. Cheers, Take guys. care. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Paid Forward Podcast. We do this every Thursday at noon Eastern live in Twitter spaces. If you don't already follow us, feel free to check out some of the links below as well as some of the things that we're working on, which are linked below. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out with any DMs on Twitter. Until then, take care of yourselves and we look forward to seeing you next week live.